This is Hash It Out, presented by Hash Sports. Let's go. Like Tyson loves custom model. Yeah, it's a picture. Yeah, it's a job. Baby, that's why I do it so odd. Walk around just like I was God. Kick it so live when I'm with the gods. Freeway striking, weed we lighten. If I die, remember the Titan with 22s, 25s, chocolate 9s and 45s. Let them rip all through the sky just for the ones that hate Oh, what's good, what's good, what's good, my brothers? Ooh, a hot little Nicotina bringing us in. Yeah, it's a little Andre Nicotina bringing us into a Hash It Out podcast. Um, not going to lie, I was feeling that jam. I could have gone all night, or at least till the song was over. But we have a job to perform. So with that being said, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good couple weeks. Uh, we have some news um, in the old Miss Rebel realm, which is what this company was built off of. Sanctions have indeed been brought down on the Ole Miss Rebels. Brian, please, please go a little bit more in depth on how fucked we are. Yeah, so basically we got hit with a whole new set of violations, allegations, um, found by the NCAA, which is becoming a yearly thing. I'm not loving it, uh, but pretty much (laughs) annually they'll just come out with 15 to 20. Uh, spanning just the last 10 years over every sport, including gymnastics and like women's softball and women's basketball. Uh, we just can't get away from it. The NCAA is completing their witch hunt and we imposed a, uh, self-imposed a bowl ban for this year, which we're kind of just trying to, yeah, self-imposed bowl ban. Y'all, y'all chill. We know (laughs) we get it. We're, we're trying to soften the blow, if you will. Yeah, we're just saying, like, hey, you got us. Whoops. We're good, though. We got it. Bull man. So, so yeah. So, so me and Brian usually have a 30-minute a conversation on our way home sitting in traffic before the podcast. And we mentioned it. It's like uh, Bjork is trying to get ahead of this. And it's, yeah, we'll take a one-year bull ban. That's fine. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. But uh, being an Ole Miss Rebel fan and looking at the glass half full, as I always do with the Rebels, there's more to come. And this is just the uh, the tip of the iceberg, as they say. Oh, yeah. It's all going to come crumbling down. Um, yeah, but I stand with Coach Hugh Freeze. I should go yeah. up to the car and get my button. I mean, until Shea Patterson friggin' transfers, I think we're golden. I think we're set for a 2019 run. Yeah, the uh, defensive line got a little thinner with, uh, what's his name, Takeon Lee? Takeon something? Takeon uh, decided to break into somebody's house and steal, I believe it was 12 firearms. Uh, he was not even enrolled like at the school yet, uh, mm. just a recruit from that we signed this past signing day, like a couple weeks ago. Uh, so, you know, he got out of Dodge quick. It's... It's almost like it's like all right, you have you're not even enrolled at Ole Miss yet, and you're just you're just enough of the part of the program to fuck us. Like, come on, buddy, yeah, just, like, dude, you know this this is just not a good look. You know, everybody's got the same idea where it's like this guy was didn't even make it on campus yet, but you know, come on, man, we're we're going through some things right now. Don't kick yourself while we're down. 
Yeah, and as uh, I think as Colin said, uh, aka Colonial Foot Soldier, when it rains, it fucking pours, and when it, it rains, off- it pours. And in Oxford, it's an odd hailstorm right now. <laughs> Duck and cover. I stand with Coach Hugh Freeze. So yeah, a uh, little bit more about Ole Miss. Um, you know, we've been in the news lately for you know negative reasons, which we tend to do. But uh, let's go. Let's go kick it over to your boy Gundy. Yeah, BDD as an a native Oklahoman, uh, you saw Gundy's comments over there. This guy thinks that they had a shot in that Sugar Bowl a couple years years ago, and said it wasn't a level playing field, which it wasn't. We were just way better. What does RVD have to say about this? <laughs> R- RVD doesn't have to say much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure we could have played our walk-ons in that game and still won. So, suck a dick, Gundy. Yeah, Gundy. There. I mean, Gundy. Well, we could have. The game was over at halftime. Well, yeah, as you said, yeah, it wasn't fair because Tunzel caught a touchdown pass. And if you're, you know, if you're banking on your left tackle catching a touchdown pass, and I agree with you, it wasn't a little playing field. But uh, Laquan Treadwell torching the secondary. For three touchdowns and over 150 yards that game, that had nothing to do with it, did it, Gundy? Yeah, that wasn't a level playing field either. Treadwell versus that secondary. Sorry, guys. And and so and so this brings to light a couple things, and you can take them for as depressing or as as I told Brian as um as comforting as you will. That Ole Miss Sugar Bowl win against Oklahoma State is probably going to be the pinnacle of of success what we to what we see as Ole Miss fans, which is, I don't know, fuck. It sucks, but it's kind of tight. I don't know. Is it sucks, but, you know, I saw it. That was nice. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw it, and, you know, uh, I think the bottom line. But also, but also it, was, uh, it was one of our biggest wins since uh... – you know, a previous bowl was it the Cotton Bowl, a couple years sure before was. that, where we also beat Gundy in Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, Gundy. Nate Nate mm-hmm. Stanley was really wasn't playing on a level playing field. I mean, fucking Gundy, a person on this podcast did better against the fucking Rebel quarterback than your defense. And I, did. I know BBD's itching to get it out there, so we'll say it. Ben intercepted Nate Stanley in high school, so. If, if so facto, Ben could have started on that fucking Oklahoma State team. Yeah, it's debatable, but starred. You know. Yeah, I mean, a, a couple uh, ace. I mean, you tore up your knee, kid. We all know it. A couple ace. It's the only reason. It's the only reason you're not starting in the yeah, Big Twelve. A couple ACL injuries later, you know, Ben is. Uh, you know, let's get let's get real. You know, the guy's uh, the guy's past his prime. He's washed up. Washed up. He's washed up. Has been. Never was. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> Kid's a loser. All right. Didn't uh, have to go that far, but right, you know. Yeah, really, really took it. Really went from one end of the spectrum on, to the uh, to the other on that. Um, but yeah, Gundy. I mean, you want a level playing field? We gave you Nate Stanley. What? And you couldn't do anything with that. So I don't know what you. I don't know what kind of level playing field you're expecting. You just need better players. Mm-hmm. So uh, anything else? Terrible in the Ole Miss realm. We want to cover. I'm sure well, there is. Keeping it, oh, keeping it, Ole Miss. 
and also transitioning into the NFL. Uh, the Combine's starting this week, but Ole Miss, and, Ole Miss wise, Chad Kelly not invited to the Combine. Not even not invited, just like not allowed to come. Oh yeah, Br- um, Brian, Brian, go over. All right, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but it, all right, we all like Swag Kelly. Obviously, he's a reb. You know, he's a fam. But Brian, please go over that call on the on the Atlanta radio that you heard the other day, and just. And it's how oh, about Chad Kelly? And it's how uh, stupid that just, guy is. Just people not knowing what I, you just realize how much people don't know what they're talking about. And the guy called in talking about Chad Kelly, who before the season said he wanted to be the uh, the best quarterback in the country. That's what he said. And the guy on the radio it wasn't even a call in. It was the guy that hosts the radio show. Like you know, took a stab at him while they were going over him not being invited to the combine. And he was like, he was like, oh yeah, is that uh, the best quarterback in the in the country right there? It's what he wanted to be. Didn't quite work out like that, did it? <laughs> it was like, dude, the guy put a team on his back that was just not performing around him. And also, the year before, like the year before his junior year, he put up almost the same numbers as Deshaun Watson with like a couple more picks and less rushing yards and then said he wanted to be the best quarterback in the country. That doesn't sound very far off. And then he tore his ACL this year. What do you want? It, it just comes to the fact, it's like, Buddy, you don't know what you're talking about. Guy, I'm sorry to tell you, but you just don't know what you're talking about. You're not any good. Yeah, yeah. You're just a fucking hater, you know? Just like yeah. But what do you but what do you think about, you know, Chad Kelly, that's a kind of a big deal this off season, uh, or this combine is who's not invited, like Chad Kelly, especially Joe Mixon and uh uh the guy from Baylor, can't remember his name. B V D might be able to look that up. Um, the guy from Barrio was like beating a dog. He's not invited either. Um, it's like some kind of big name guys, and they just instituted this, so this is some of the first time that we're seeing it. We think about would you let these guys go to the combine? Okay, so let's start with uh, Joe Mixon. Um, okay, yeah, the guy we okay, the guy smoked his smoked a girl, which obviously is not right in any any facet of life, but. I mean, let's to be clear. That video was out. They all saw it. They saw what he did. The Oklahoma Sooners and the NCAA both agreed that one year suspension was appropriate. Mixon served the one year suspension. I mean, the guy got all sorts of shit, and then got and then he comes back and he's playing this year. And that video surfaces, and now it's like fucking double jeopardy. They want this guy to burn on a goddamn cross for crying out loud. Like, I mean, the guy paid his dues. I mean. If you wanted a more, uh, you know, a, a more intense fucking punishment, then do it when you hand down the yeah, punishment. If you wanted a harsher punishment for him, then you need to talk to the Oklahoma Sooners and the NCAA. I mean, that's who handed out the punishment of a one-year suspension. Uh, and also, the uh, like, the police saw the video, too. I mean, everybody saw the video, and then they handed out a one-year suspension from the NCAA and Oklahoma. Thought that was appropriate, and now you get back to now you get to the combine, and I mean, does it really even make that much of a difference, mixing going to the combine or not? But why wouldn't he get to? I mean, at least just go talk. I mean, if the I guy mean, you see you see what happened to Ray Rice though. I mean, his career was over after that video was released of him hitting yeah. that chick and dragging around the elevator. So I mean, the NFL is obviously taking a pretty protective stance. Yeah, and I see where like I see where they are. Well, but I also I just love the uh the Lions GM 
um, came out today and he was just like, he was like, you know, I wish guys like that. And that's the other thing. Chad Kelly can't go from things a little bit farther in his past too, which he overcame and played for like a couple of years. And now he can't go to the combine. I mean, since Chad, I mean, yeah, he got in a bar fight in Buffalo where he's from. Whoop the fucking do. Talk to Patrick. And then he tried to fight high school football players. Ben. I mean, his fucking brother was getting curb stomped on the sideline. Yeah. But I don't really, I don't really, I I really don't have any issue with that. They were in full pads. He wasn't getting curb stomped. What are you, a fucking Mississippi State fan? Get the fuck out of here. I'm just saying it's not a good look for fucking, um, you know, for Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly, all right, a couple of things. Chad Kelly, since he got to Ole Miss, has not done one besides that fight where he's sticking up for his brother. I'd rather have that guy on my team than the guy that just sits there and watches it. Agreed. 100% agreed. But... Or the picture that was released of him rolling up a joint. Oh, my God. Rolling a joint. And you know who I blame on that? The guy taking the picture. Come on, asshole. I blame Laramie Tunzel. All right, dude. I blame it all on Laramie Tunzel. Oh, God. So, anyway, what I was saying is I... Chad Kelly will be a uh, he'll be picked in the fourth round, at the latest. Put that on record. It is on record. There you go. I don't think he'll get drafted. I don't think he, I get. I think he gets drafted. One hundred percent gets drafted. I'll bet on that. If he didn't tear his ACL, I think he would be a fourth round pick. But I think just to compound, you know, his injury and all of his off the field issues, I don't think he's going to get drafted. But I mean, we'll see. I think he gets agreed. I, I think he gets drafted. He gets drafted. I mean, he's, yeah, got, but the, uh, he's got Jim Kelly in his corner, so. That does help. It does have Jim Kelly in his corner. But back to the the Lions GM came out, and he was like, he was saying, you know, he just didn't want to see, he just wanted Joe Mixon to be there, A, because the Lions don't have a running back in years, uh, and B, because now they have to, if they want to go interview or whatever, they have to go see him, which isn't a huge inconvenience, really. But. You know, I mean, what's really the point of letting not letting this guy get to the combine? I guess it's just a, it's pretty much just a PR it's move. Just a PR, it's it's a hundred percent a PR move. Um, and I disagree about the Lions not having running back in years. Theoretic had a had a big year last year. Um, uh, Kareem Abdullah is good, and they used to have uh, Javid Best. Abdullah, Javid Best, aka Mister Concussion. So I mean, they've had running backs, they just haven't panned out. Javid Best was in the Olympics this year. Hmm. Javid Best, if he didn't get concussed every other play, he'd be a solid, a sol- like he'd yeah, be a great. That's why. That's why they're not looking at. That's why they would want Joe Mixon because he's six two two twenty, and can. Yeah, that girl fly and catch the ball, block. Yeah, that girl really never had a shot against him. Honestly. I mean, yeah, she wouldn't have a shot against me, and that's, I'm no. I'm no Joe Mixon. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think – and then that kind of brings us – I mean, we can just parlay this into the uh, – so I'm from the school of thought where I don't think the combine matters that much. I think you can look at film and kind of look at a person's stats. But at the same – I am also from that from that. Thought. Yeah, at the same point, I think it uh, it does have a deciding factor on like – I don't know. I think it matters, but – if you're asking me about about like a percentage of, you know how much it matters, I'd say, I don't know, fifteen percent. I'd go off the combine. Yeah, and so that's the other thing with even when you bring up Joe Mixon even more is that 
I would say I would say two to three percent if he were be, to go to the combine would be on his actual numbers that he puts up, unless he puts up like an atrocious forty, like four seven five or like just looks terrible at something, which I wouldn't see happening. And all of it would be on the interviews. I mean, that's another part of the combine process and asking you all these questions. And I mean, that's where you get the guys that you want on the team. Yeah, and. And I don't want to go off kilt too much here, but I uh, was reading about the combine today. Had no idea that Julio Jones ran a four three five at the combine. Yeah, with a broken foot. Holy shit! I mean, fucking Odell Beckham ran a four four or something. I mean, yeah, Julio's <laughs> a freak. The guy is un- unstoppable. He's unstoppable, except when Tom Brady has the ball in his hands. Yeah, that, and then he just can't do anything. Yeah, so that that was, I mean, that's unreal. Julio Jones ran a four threes. Oh, yeah, wow. And so the combine, so, I kind of like the, I kind of like checking out the combine though, and I'm just like sitting at home on a Saturday. I love watching fucking huge six foot four, two hundred and fifty pound guys wearing nothing but a pair of spandex shorts. That's what I love. Oh man, nothing gets me going like that, especially when they just dig on a forty. Um. Yeah, and it flashes it, up four eight six, and you're like, he looked like he was moving. And <laughs> yeah, he fucked. <laughs> I don't think there there might not be a more insignificant um, position at the combine than the quarterback. And like, am I like, and I've gotten positive feedback on this. Like, okay, oh yeah, he's making a throw, dude. Who gives a shit? And uh, if you don't know, if you don't know a quarterback's skills and strengths before the combine, then you're the Cleveland Browns. Okay, because yeah, I mean that is a Browns move. Yeah, who's the best quarterback in the draft this year? Is it Mitch Trubisky? Ah, uh, I still have to say Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. I would still put my money on Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Do you think, do you think Deshaun's going to go over Trubisky? Yes, I don't know. Yes. I one hundred percent think that. I haven't seen much on it. I all the I've only seen like the highlights about him. I've never really watched him play a full game. Um. But like the highlights, he's looks great. But there's a reason they're called highlights because it's all their best. Play, it's all his best plays. Yeah, show me the fucking show. Show me the lowlights for yeah, Christ. Show me the lowlights and Deshaun Watson. Well, I think everyone's so high on him just because he's he's built like an NFL prototypical quarterback. Yeah, you know? but I mean, at the same time, like look at Tom Brady. I mean, I hate to bring it back to the goat, but I will. Um, I mean, Tom Brady's combine was sexy. I mean, when he ran the forty. Um, but no, I'm saying like, you can't, you can't really, you can't judge, um, what, what am I looking for? Um, the intangibles, like if you're Deshaun Watson's a winner, you know, and that's what, if I'm on a team, if I'm building a team, that's what I look for. I mean, I look for a positive attitude. The interview Obviously, in. if you can, yeah, like, he's a winner. Tim Tebow was a winner. Yeah. Tim Tebow, you know, is going to be a fucking all-star on the Mets. So put him aside, but I mean. You you can't you can't rate or judge the intangibles. So, I mean, so I don't know. I like Deshaun. I think he, I think he'll be like a better version of Geno Smith, who really never got a shot. But I don't think he'll be anything special. I think this quarterback class is you know subpar to mediocre at best. So I don't know. I mean, the Browns would probably take Deshaun. Let's get I real. Think the, and he'll I probably think rot away. That gets, you know, I think the quarterback that gets taken late and gets put into a good situation 
somebody I can't, you and know, some some fucking random guy out of nowhere who just gets put in a good situation with a good offensive line and a good defense ends up coming out. Whoever the Browns draft, they're like, just going to ruin him. Like, like Dak Prescott, for example, he was exactly. drafted in what the fourth round, and he, I, I, he's he's a good player. He's not that good though. He was brought into a great situation. I mean, he got his shot a little ahead of time. But I mean, the best offensive line in football, uh, an amazing offense, um, weapons around him, and a and a you know above average defense. And if you get and like he like. I think he exceeded expectations, but at the same, on the same token, I mean, he was, you know, he was destined to be have a good year with that team and that situation he's yeah, brought. Just into. don't screw it up. Yeah. So um, you can't say that Dak Prescott is not a good quarterback, though. I never and he definitely exceeded expectations. That's exact. I mean, what do you, what do you have? What are you slow? I just said that. I just said he's a good quarterback, and he was whatever. You know what? No, you said he wasn't a good quarterback. You said Dak Prescott is not a good quarterback, but he had, you know, 3,600 yards and 23 touchdowns last year. I never, I never said that. He's not that good, though. He was... See, I would say, see, but that's the thing, like, even, like, RG3 his rookie year, even, like, RG3 his rookie year, I would have, I would be like, yeah, RG3, yeah. after RG3's rookie year, I'd be like, and after Dak Prescott's rookie year, if they had them the same year, I'd say RG3 is a better quarterback. I mean, it's just, like, it's just the situation they were brought into... RG3 was brought into a pretty good situation, but looked like he was taking that team to the next level by yeah, himself. And I mean, RG3 kind did of take that team. keeps the engine running. And then running. they were up 14 and does points, it and then he, at a, it he does it well. his whatever the fuck he tore. He got injured against, who was that against in the uh, divisional round? Uh, who wasn't it against? Well, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so players to watch for. Um, I mean, let's talk about Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, Carl Lawson. Jabril Peppers, Dory Jackson, and Sidney Jones. Um, let's, let's start with Fournette. I think, I think if I think he, sh- I would like to see him go to Carolina. I think that could be a dynamic duo with him. Couple him with uh, Cam Newton. Um, I don't know. Carolina has what a, a top five pick, right? I don't know if they're top five. They might be bordering right around there. Okay, because they, if, um, but they. Uh... But I kind of like that. I kind of like Fournette to the Panthers. I, mean, I don't like it because I'm a Falcons fan. I'm kind of done watching that guy play my teams. Um, but you know that would be a that would be a pretty good easy upgrade for them at running back. Yeah, but um, uh, it, Ben, look up what pick they have. Um, I don't know. I think like I mean the the uh, again talking about walking into a great situation. I mean Dallas took Zeke. What four overall? Which I thought was a. Sh- I yeah. mean, whatever it. It was a stretch, but I mean, he's a good back, and he walked into an amazing situation. I mean, three, four of those guys were on the fucking Pro Bowl on the goddamn offensive line. How are you not going to be good? Yeah, walked into. Yeah, you I mean, put- Fournette. If he can get into a good offensive line, the guy is the guy's been NFL ready for like two years. Um, yeah, they have. So yeah, he's he's been ready to answer your question, Zulo. Sorry, to answer your question, Zulo, Carolina has the eighth pick. So, all right, the eighth pick. So, if, if I mean, I I don't I mean I don't know who's ahead of them. I know it's the Browns, the Jets, um, the Jaguars. So, you make it sure. Browns have the number one pick. 49ers have the second pick. Bears have the third pick. 
That's the Jags at number four. And uh, Titans at number five. Jets at number six. Chargers at seven. Carolina at eight. Yeah, so... Bengals at nine. And Buffalo at ten. All right, so all those teams before, I mean, the Niners have Carlos Hyde. The Browns, they'll pick a quarterback because they're stupid. The Jags have Yeldon and Ivory. Um, I don't know who else you said. but So I don't see Fournette going... I think so the for, Titans, which if the Titans drafted Leonard Derek, Fournette, that would be Derek, ridiculous. No, they have Derrick Henry and um, DeMarco Murray. So I think that he, yeah. he he'll he'll be at eight. He'll be available when um, when the honestly when the when the Panthers pick, and I think the Panthers. I mean, they're uh, they were in the Super Bowl last year and had a shitty year this year. If I'm them, I take Fournette. If he's there, I take him. Fuck it, why not? I mean, Fournette, Cam Newton, and Kelvin Benjamin. That's not a bad little. Bad Greg, trio. Ol- Greg Olson, dude, who had a huge I mean Greg Olson is just a machine. Greg Olson I love Greg Olson. But um so yeah, I don't Greg Olson's like a fine wine. Third leg Greg, baby. He gets better with age. Um He's always open. So let's 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 keep it in the running back realm. What about Christian McCaffrey? What, how do we feel about him? I think I mean Is he, is he a first round pick? He looked he sure looked like a first-round pick to me whenever I saw him. I mean, guys never really tackled him. He didn't have deceptive speed. He has just speed. He probably um, runs a, he probably runs a I mean, four, four, he, four, five. Yeah, and he can, uh, you know, he can return kicks for you, which almost doesn't even mean anything anymore. Um, but he can line up all over the field, which is kind of the way the NFL is transitioning as well. I mean, look at the Falcons putting their running backs, putting their running backs wide. And, you know, you get a linebacker on him, you can't cover him. So, McCaffrey can play all over the field. If You know, I'm a pretty pretty complete team and just looking for any sort of offensive weapon, I'm taking McCaffrey. Yeah, but but first, my question was first round. Are you going McCaffrey? I mean, I don't... Real late first round is something to a team that's, uh, you know, pretty put together, the Packers. Yeah, that, that that's actually... That's, that's, that's actually... I, I actually like that... Um, prediction that's not a bad pick for them i mean time they gotta get somebody that can play defense and somebody on the defensive line but you know i mean ty montgomery is getting he's going full-time running back this year um is he still gonna wear 88 i hope so i hope so too because that'd be dope um but you know but, but something no, like that but, but, I, are the patriots gonna are the patriots gonna get him who knows what the pa- i've seen a couple of things um patriots the They'll probably trade up and down ten spots and probably pick the next best player in the world. That's what they do. But I, but pick I wanna, Christian McCaffrey, and then he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I want to go back to what you said uh, that the the kicking and return game doesn't matter. I couldn't. I disagree wholeheartedly. I think that the kicking game. I mean, you saw Tyreek Hill this year. I mean, you've seen uh, Josh Cribbs back in his heyday. I couldn't disagree with you more. If you can have a uh, a return man, a, a, whether it be punt or kickoff or both, that can not turn the ball over and give you decent field position and then at times break it for a huge gainer, maybe a touchdown, that literally that could not be more of a um, an X factor in my opinion. That's true, but it's hard to predict that and bring that in to make somebody a first-round pick. Yeah. It's kind of like they were pretty much a first-round pick 
and then it's like, and they can return kicks, you know? That's not something I'm looking for in my first-round pick. If he can, bonus, but I'm not wasting a first-round pick on somebody that can return kicks when... No, if I, you're just like, I mean, it's just there's there's only a couple of plays a year that they like would really, really affect a game, which no, I guess technically that's all you need in the NFL anyway. I agree. So I would. It's a. I think it's a major bonus. I I do agree with what you're saying because Devin Hester torched us when he was with the Seahawks in the uh, divisional round this year. Yeah, he got to the 50 yard line every time. And no, and and like you know, remember Dante Hall, the human joystick. I'm just saying, like I agree. I wouldn't. I'm not drafting. Dante Hall, good pull, good pull, Dante Hall. Yeah, the fucking man. I'm not. I'm so. I'm. I'm not disagreeing. I wouldn't draft you based on your ability to return kicks or punts. But I'm saying that that definitely. It's not. It definitely means something. Honestly, it does. Mean, I, I'll, I'll. I'll agree with you there. I'll say that. I'll. I'll come back on that a little bit and say it definitely. Uh, it can be a huge. It can be a huge boost. Um, but I think there's like a floor to how like. Oh, if worse comes to worse, you can have somebody back there that literally just catches the ball, yeah. and it's not killer. But if you have somebody that can break the game, that would be sweet. Yep. And then, um, so let's bring it. We'll, we'll talk about a few more players. Um, so this has been uh, so Jabril Peppers. Everyone knows about this motherfucker from Michigan. You know he plays every position. He's fat. He runs a four three forty. He's fast. He can cover. He can play offense. But I think the person who doesn't who doesn't um, get enough credit is Adoree Jackson for USC. I mean, he's he's. I mean, obviously Michigan and Harbaugh and that team gets a lot more exposure. Adoree Jackson. I mean, I I watched him play a few games, and I, I mean, he won the, the Thorpe Award. Yeah, I watched the the Rose Bowl, and that guy is a fucking stud. I mean, he plays wide receiver. He plays cornerback. He returns punts, returns kicks. He runs a four, a sub four three. Um, he's a stud, and I love that guy. And like, and he doesn't yeah, want to come off the field. He he got injured and was trying his hardest to get back on the field in that Penn State USC Rose Bowl. And I love I love Adoree Jackson. Is is kind of my bottom line here. But I I think he might be more of a playmaker than Jabril Peppers. Doesn't get enough exposure, but I think. I mean, I don't know. I, I like him a lot. I like Adoree Jackson. I just think him and Jabril, Jabril Peppers are bring something completely different to the table. Adoree Jackson is just an incredible athlete that can pretty much do anything on a football field. I bet he's a. I bet he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, but you, uh, but he, Jabril Peppers brings a little bit more versatility just to the defense because he can sort of step up and play. Um, a little bit of a little bit of linebacker if you need him to. I don't know how much he will in the NFL. He won't but there are guys like I mean Charles play. Woodson. No, well Charles Woodson would step up into the box and you kind of treat him. You could stick with like a nickel package because you had Charles Woodson to come up and you know sort of maintain the box. And he wasn't even that big. I think the who's it? The Cardinals have that Buchanan guy. I think he's been a Gruden grinder like six times, um, but he's always like up in the box. He's about two thirty, so he's a little. He's pretty big. And just a nice guy to a nice strong safety to to stick up in the box. Um, and there's been a lot of Falcons chatter about him, which I don't know how real that would be because we'd have to get him in the first round. And our secondary already includes Trufant, Alford, Brian Poole, and Keanu Neal. And if you have Keanu Neal and Jabril Peppers, you're just going to be exposed, getting bombed deep. So Peppers is going in the top ten for sure. I don't think the Falcons. I mean, ever. 
right. Sean Healthy. Do you think Peppers? Well, no, the uh, the uh, the thought was to trade up and get him because we don't really need much. We don't really need too much, but that would be the most Falcons move of all is to just be like, we can get Jabril Peppers and win the Super Bowl. And then we blow a bunch of picks, and then we suck in two years. And you could, and you were up twenty five points with two minutes left in the third, and it doesn't matter who you have because Tom fucking Brady is the goat, and he will put you in your place. Sorry, sorry. Um, just just write an article. Is that what happened? Jab, uh, Jabril Peppers unofficially ran a four two four. Adoree uh, Jackson. Both of them ran. Both of them ran. Jabril Peppers ran a four two four. Ben. Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but yes, he did. And that I didn't know that I didn't even realize that until I I was listening to a podcast or whatever the fuck I was listening to. That's wheels for days. Him yeah. I think I think that's a good Patriots pickup. Um I've I've read a few articles about the pet the who the Patriots get. Uh Jabril Peppers I've seen, Christian McCaffrey I've seen. Um I mean I, I think we stay on the defensive side with the Patriots. But uh, let's not get into the Patriots right now. We'll get into them in due time. Um, and let's talk about um, probably the most athletic position on the field, cornerback uh, position. Sidney Jones from Washington is the next Richard Sherman. He's a beast. He's got size. Um, he'll go top ten. Top ten in my not in my opinion. In my opinion, but I mean. Washington's put out some good cornerbacks in the past couple of years. Um, yeah, fucking Desmond Trufant yeah, for your boys. Trufant, um, he got hurt. He somebody else um, came out as well, but putting out some quarterbacks and this kid's yeah. The length is the Richard Sherman discussion because Richard Sherman's arms like hang down to his ankles, and he just can close on everybody except for Julio. And- and if I'm a if I'm an NFL team in this day and age, when you have like you know you're going against Julio Jones and Alshon Jeffrey and all these tall, amazing receivers, give me a tall guy. Give me a give me a subpar receiver that's six two that can fucking fly. I mean, I can. I mean, cornerback. If you can have a lockdown corner, that might be the most effect. Like, honestly, if you can have one guy. That walks down one side of the field. That is the the biggest advantage that a team can have. If you're in my an opinion, offense and you're seventy five percent sure that they're just not going to throw at this guy because this cornerback's on him, I mean, you're just taking away so much of an offense. Yeah, um, and yeah. So, uh, if you want to transition this, I think uh, any else on the on the college football. I think, I think that was a good besides. Good combine college college football discussion. Uh, yeah. We got NFL so, free agents. Um, these are some big yes, names. That's well, well, hold on. That's we'll talk more about the combine after the combine is complete. Um, but yeah, you're right, Brian. A lot of a lot of big names. Um, I'm trying to think how I want to start us off. Let's go. Let's start off with the Patriots because this is always. I mean, being a Pats fan is the best thing ever, except this time of the year. Um, so we'll start with the good. We'll start with the good, and we'll go to the bad. Um, the good is we're keeping Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy the Wop. We're keeping him, which is awesome. And I fucking, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you have Brady's successor, successor, a sexy ass guy. I want to be, <laughs> he is a guy. I want to be perfectly correct there. A sexy guy who has a great arm. 
He can. He's a little bit more mobile, and he's the guy. He's proved himself. There's no reason to get rid of him. You sign him. You pay him the money to sit, and then in, in, in nine years when Brady retires, he's the guy. So I think you're way too optimistic on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's played two fucking games. This way. Why wouldn't this? I think you're way too optimistic on fucking Carson Wentz. Dude, the Pats are the best. Everything that happens for us is good. I mean, Ben. Yeah, I mean, if you believe in that logic, which it's true, then absolutely he's going to probably have a good career. But he's played two fucking games. Hey, Ben, hey ben you know what I believe in? I believe in the Pats were down 28-3 to with two minutes left in the third quarter of the Super Bowl and had a 99.7% chance of losing that game, and they came back and won. That's what I believe in, Ben. What do you believe in? The fucking tooth fairy, you peasant? It's God. I didn't believe in him before that game. It's God. There is a God, Ben. There's a God, and he hates me. All right, sorry, sorry. I derailed you. Brian, I'm sorry. Um, Back to NFL free agency. Uh, There are a lot of big names. Brian, uh, run us through the list, and uh, we'll go through each one. Um, so top of the list, Adrian Peterson. I mean, that's the top of the list guy. And I haven't even yep. seen rumblings of, uh, of who's looking at him. Um, you know, uh, Drillers, get... Cowboys are looking at him to uh, back up. Yeah. Tank. Jesus um, Christ. I, I've always liked Adrian Peterson. Um, I think he still has a couple years. Like, and dude, I, the running backs in this day and age—they're like, um, they're like a dime, they're like a, a cheap hooker. You use them for four, three, four years, and you get rid of them because you can replace running backs like nothing. Like in my opinion, running backs are so interchangeable. Like yeah, like the top twenty, you know, they could all be good, but Adrian Peterson was clearly the best in his heyday. If you put, I mean. I hope he goes to a team and he has he makes the playoffs and has a shot to do something because I think he deserves that. But I mean, let's get real. I mean, who's gonna? I mean, if I'm a team out there, like, who wants to pick him up? I mean, I don't know. If I'm Adrian he, Peterson, I'm demanding a lot of money, and if I'm another team, I'm like, I'm not giving you any money. I mean, it's kind of just Peterson. If I'm Adrian, here is my uh, my spin zone, like, because Legarrette Blount is a free agent. You know, I, I would rather have LeGarrette Blunt than Adrian Peterson. Um, I'm not just saying that. I, I I believe that. But, you know, say say the Pats sign Adrian Peterson. I mean, he is more versatile back than Blunt. Um, couple him with James White, Deion Lewis. I mean, they could have – I mean, I, I, I'm getting confused here. It, it, Blunt had 17 touchdowns last year. You I really can't get much better than that maybe improve on the yardage, but I mean, Peterson will probably go, if I had to guess, I don't know, maybe the Redskins, as, you know, is that, is that, maybe, that maybe Philly, maybe Philadelphia. No, Philly's looking, Philly's looking at the guy uh, next on the list. Yeah. Well, uh, Jamal Charles. Okay. I'm well, sorry. Who was so that? Agent, Jamal. Jamal it, it's not Jamal Charles. It's Jamal Charles. Jamal, yeah. Jamal Charles. Jamal, Jamal Charles. <laughs> Nobody knows about that. <laughs> inside joke. Anyway, yeah, but, inside joke. Um, Adrian Peterson, give me, you know, 
I still think if there's anybody that is going to I still be able to make an impact, it's Adrian Peterson. You can't count the guy out. The guy has already had the ACL and came back and did he break the record for rushing yards? Nine yards short. Nine yards short. That's what I was. Are you kidding? I mean, I'll never count the guy out. I'll never count the guy out. But yeah, next, Jamal Charles. But uh, Adrian Peterson, in my opinion, should retire and join the Olympics for either you know some crazy track and field event, which he would be dominant at. But all right, let's let's not get derailed here. Let's go back to the next big name on the list: BMAC. Um, Jamal Charles also was Jamal Charles <laughs> was also um, waived, and he's in free, he's a free agent. How do you feel about Jamal Charles right now? I mean, he's young. He's had a couple big injuries. But, I mean, if you're a team out there, what what are your feelings on him? I mean, those injuries are big time. And so, if I'm a team, there's really nothing I would really consider on Jamal Charles other than like a one-year contract with maybe a team option for, for a second year. And as a player, you just never want a one-year contract, especially when you're still as young as he is. What is he, 27? Yeah. Um, you know, so I it's just those kinds of injuries. It's if you if he gets hurt in the second game of the year, which is like what's been happening, uh, then there's just not much you're just handcuffing yourself for years at a time. But it is the NFL, so you can just cut people whenever the hell you want. I mean yeah, he won't get a long term deal. I mean, he won't get I don't think he'll get any deal. I he'll get I mean, whatever. But you said, how was he? He's still young, 27. 27. He's 30. He's 30. Well, he's 30? Whatever. Yes, he's 30. You got to understand. Well, you got to can... understand. He didn't really come in. He was in the league for a while until he made his name for himself. But even at, even if he was 27, that's dinosaur years as a running back. I mean, yeah. you think about it. You get out of the, you get out of college, you're 20, 21, 22. You have Three, four good years if you're, you know, unless you're a freak like uh, Peterson or whoever else, you know, there might be. But, yeah, you have four good years. So here's my take, PMAC. Let me know what you think. I would – if I'm a Patriots fan, so I always relate to the Patriots. I would rather have Deanna Lewis and James White than Jamal Charles all day long. Every fucking day. I probably would too. And as a team with Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, I wouldn't really waste any time on Jamal Charles either. Or Latavius Murray down there. Or Adrian Peterson for that fact. Um, but I think it's somebody that has just no running backs in the in the stable. Um, like uh, takes a fly the Eagles. Exactly. I think, I think a team that Jamal Charles lands on might be the New York Giants. I mean, you know, like he kind of fits that. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like he fits that offensive mold. He's got hands out of the back. He runs that zone. He runs the zone real good. He has that. He's kind of a one cut and go type back. Whereas Adrian Peterson kind of dances around the backfield looking for a hole. And if you don't have, like, and for instance, I mean, we'll keep the Giants as our our reference here. Giants don't have a good offensive line. So if you're Adrian Peterson, you've got to get the ball and go. You can't dance around or the line's going to collapse in front of you. Like, So if I'm a Giants and I have my pick, I'm taking 
uh, Jamal Charles. But I mean, I would... from the Giants, I might go down here and take up pick up Latavius Murray if that's the case. Yeah, that's you know what, dude. That was I don't know if you tried to do that. That's a great transition, and Latavius Murray. Do I think? Oh, I definitely tried to do that. I don't think Latavius Murray is good. Am I? Am I? Am I like on an island saying that? Like he. He's pretty good. They had a good offensive line. The Raiders had a good run blocking offensive line. Yeah. Those guys were fuck huge. Yeah, they did. The 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 fucking you know, the smallest guy Donald the smallest Penn. guy was like three twenty, for Christ's sake. So I don't know. I mean I think I like I'm from the school of thought, man. Like I said, I don't really think a running back, you know, a big name running back is gonna make the difference. I don't think it will. Yeah, I mean free agent running backs really um it's kind of a crapshoot. You just don't know whether or not the guy's going to fit your fit your squad, or if he has, or if he has any miles left. I on mean, his, yeah. Uh, left yeah, in I game. mean, go back to Demarco Murray. He he went to Philly with a fucking miserable fucking system with a stupid fucking coach, and he he was terrible coming off an MVP <laughs> coming off an MVP type season with uh with exactly. Dallas, which you can credit the line for that. But then he goes to fucking. Tennessee has a huge year. So you never really know. Yeah, so what do we have both ends of the spectrum with one guy? Exactly. So, I don't know. I mean, um, other than free agents, Alshon Jeffrey, I mean, who's getting paid? I mean, he was franchised at, what, 14 6 a year? Motherfucker's making 14 mil a year. It hasn't done shit. Even, he's always hurt. Um, a team I like a team he could go to. I don't know. I mean, it depends how money hungry these guys are. You know, I don't. Yeah, and wide receivers are a little bit uh, more predictable with running backs, except when they're kind of. Which I don't think Alshon Jeffrey is like a problem in the locker room. There was like a time where it's like wide receivers are always prima donnas. They'll go to the, like Randy Moss or um, who wasn't a prima donna. He just had some Terrell, uh, bad rep. Terrell Owens. You no. Know? Yeah, T.O. going other places. Um, you know, it's always kind of guys, but T.O. always put up huge numbers. Um, and, and so Ryan. Alshon Jeffrey, I kind of put in the like in the mold where I think, you know, you can kind of go, you can kind of put him anywhere. But I, st- I actually, I don't know. Nobody knows anything in the NFL. Whether I mean, Alshon Jeffrey I- goes somewhere and just sucks because, you know, he doesn't have Jay Cutler anymore. Fucking smoking Jay. Smoking Jay. R.I.P. No, hey, Alshon Jeffrey is the kind of guy. I mean, I like Alshon Jeffrey. If if he stays healthy, he's a weapon. But he's one of those motherfuckers that's injury prone up the ass. And mm-hmm. I don't want. And he's kinda, I, don't, I think he could be a. I think he could be a Brandon Marshall, kind of the similar, literally almost the exact same thing. Jay Cutler as your quarterback. Yeah. So so Alshon Alshon got franchised at fourteen million a year, which was the market at that point in the NHL. NFL, sorry. Um, there's no way he makes that much money. He he might sign like a, a four year deal, four year. I don't want. I want to say what. Four years, thirty two million at max is his deal. Am I off? Saying Why do receivers get paid a little bit? I was going to say maybe up closer to forty, forty five, um, even. I don't. Know. Yeah, uh, I mean they get paid. They get paid a little bit, and he would. Uh, Wherever he goes, I, I mean, I don't think he's going to sign somewhere where he's the number two. So wherever he goes, he's going to be the number one because um, yeah. he's really looking for a wide receiver. And I think he'd be up around that $40 million range. But 
yeah, somewhere. I mean, he's going to be looking for a long-term deal too. This is his first, uh, I believe his first deal. Um, so it's somewhere you want to make a bunch of money. I mean, yeah. I mean, at some point you got to, it's kind of like, um, you know, Chris Long, if I can bring it back to the Patriots, you know, was the number two overall pick, signed a huge deal with the Rams, you know, took a, a pay cut, took a less of a role with the Patriots, won a ring. Now he's back on the free agent market. Well, you know, I don't even hate that, but, you know. Nice way to win, win a ring. We so got to get out from uh from the NFL here. Why? Why? Because what are we, like 45 minutes into this thing? 50 minutes into this thing? Well, I want to talk about one more thing. All right. All right, fine, fine. Fuck it. What do you want to talk about? What is it, what is it all going to come back to, Zulo? Is it this Dante Hightower right here and your beloved Patriots? Yeah, we didn't give up. Dude, give me my fucking, give me my fucking time. I don't think we've talked enough about the We Pats. haven't. So that's, all right, so being a Patriots fan is rewarding every goddamn step of the way. It's amazing. Like, I wish you guys could feel how awesome it is to be a Pats fan. The only the only bad part about a, and about a, being a Pats fan is free is the this time of the year free agency. It's when Bill Belichick and you know the higher ups Bob Kraft, Jonathan Kraft, they don't give a fuck about what you've done, who you are. There, it's a business, and that brings you back to Dante Hightower, who you could say single handedly didn't win us the last two Super Bowls, but. Saved us from losing the last two Super Bowls, Brian. Sorry, I dozed off there for a little bit. So no, okay, but seriously, no, I know, but dude, I mean, I was. But Dante Hightower's gotten some talk because uh, actually down in Atlanta. Um, if we we're gonna we're gonna sign somebody, uh, we got some money to play with, a little bit of money to play with to sign pretty much one player, and the thought is it's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. And we kind of need a pass rusher or another linebacker to pretty much fill everything out. Um, and Hightower's name was brought up. We don't want to really break the bank on him when I think he could after that play in the Super Bowl and honestly just being a Patriots linebacker that has really, ever since college, I don't know why he was even drafted so late. I still don't know why he was on the board when the Patriots were able to draft him. And then he's done nothing but excel while he's been there. Um, and so I think the... Uh, uh, I think the market's pretty open for him. Yeah. I think he can. Everybody, everybody needs a linebacker. You always need a linebacker, yep. and he can rush the passer too. Yep. So, I mean, I think he's. I think he's ready to get paid. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, and the Patriots aren't going to pay him. That's just. That's just how this works. I think they knew that going into this year. Yep. And it's like not only not only that big strip sack on on Matt Ryan in this past Super Bowl where they were up twenty eight to three, ended up blowing the biggest lead ever. Um, 99.7% chance that, what, anyway, he, he stopped Marshawn Lynch at the one back in, uh, 2014. And you could say he saved that, he had a huge tackle on a Lynch to force that fucking Malcolm Butler interception to win the game. He's had, he shows up in big games and he's a stud. And I wish, I mean, I, being a Pats fan, I can't, I can't, um, Hashtag trust the process. So we'll probably we'll let him go. We're not. He'll get paid way more money by some other retarded franchise like the Falcons. And that is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. So it's sad, but this is uh, the time of the year that we don't look forward to. Hi, Tower. Thanks for your service. We wish you the best and good luck. Are you done? Uh, for now. I could keep going if you want me to. I would rather you not. Then I'm done.
The next note on here is Kaepernick will stand for the national anthem next season, which I don't give a shit about Colin Kaepernick. I only want to give him my two cents. I mean, sucks. I I couldn't agree. I I I know we want to get a hundred thousand listeners a week, but I don't want to waste one motherfucking second on Colin Kaepernick. He got cut by the Niners. He won't be on a team next year. The guy's a piece of shit. Um, and I, I you know what? Cool. Stand for the fucking national anthem because you know what? Who gives a shit about you, honestly? Enough. He's gonna be standing in his living room for the national anthem. But a Ooh, Ben, you didn't pull yourself up a little. Boom, there it is. Yeah, there it is. That, good job, Ben. Um, I agree. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So you stand with your two white Mormon parents that you know that made you struggle so much that you have to kneel for the national anthem, buddy. So yeah, I don't really care. So we're done with that. We're, we're gonna go to the next. Uh, Next part, we got NBA and NCAA basketball. The tourney coming up. Let's talk about uh, uh, the NBA. A couple of injuries came up that could possibly change the course of history. No. (laughs) I don't know. I tried to – sometimes you got to spice this thing up when you're 50 minutes in. Yeah, so Um, I know what you're talking about. Let's – go ahead. Talk about Kevin Durant. Uh, What, tearing MCL or what was it? He sprained his MCL. Sprained his MCL. It's, uh, what, four weeks? So we'll still have, like, 15, 16 weeks of playoff action to play? <laughs> I mean, it's like, a oh, cool. He goes down. So, oh, sorry. So now they have the team from last year playing. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors the past couple of years before Kevin Durant got there, their coach was out and they didn't lose a game. So, I mean, Kevin Durant, uh, you know, as much as he's really played outstanding this year um, and is a huge part of that team, I really think they're going to be fine down the stretch without him and whoever they play, whoever they would play in the first round of the playoffs um, really wouldn't matter as well. Yeah, and unfortunately the injury wasn't as bad as they thought initially. They thought he would be out. Yeah, when it first came out, it thought it was going to be like he might miss all the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't care about that. I mean, Durant, I mean, I don't, I mean, I know Durant's kind of a pussy. I mean, doing what he did, but I don't have that much. I don't really care as much as you do. I mean, if I'm you, I'm happy, I guess. I mean, I don't ever root for injuries, but I mean, I'm not happy that he got injured by any means, you know, it's just arms a bitch, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) you know, it's just a, that's what happens. So I want to talk about what happened last night and uh the celtics took down braun braun and the Cavs, and i think it's time to start talking about the celtics and they are for real we've mentioned them before but i mean isaiah thomas is an mvp candidate and the celtics are one and a half games out of first place in the east and i mean when it's good it's good and the rich get richer here in uh title town i just i i keep turning off when I hear you just always bringing up the Boston goddamn shit. But Isaiah Thomas is for real. I mean, the guy is a star. Um, And I think I just, I still just don't think anyone has a chance against the Cavs. And I don't think anyone has a chance against the Warriors. I think it's destined to be a rematch. The Celtics are really close. I just think they're, they're missing one piece of the puzzle. If they can get, um, you know, I thought they were going to get, Somebody like Rudy Gay or somebody in free agency, you know, another score to help out with Isaiah Thomas a little bit. 
I think that they, you know, could be the best team in the East, but I just think they're a few years away from that. Rudy Gay, guy, we're not playing NBA 2K 2011. I mean, I like Rudy Gay and all he's in Utah. But no, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, no, Ben, I, don't, I do not disagree with you. But they did beat the Cavs last night, you know, and they did. They beat the Cavs. I mean, yeah, it was at home, but whatever. It's the regular season. The Hawks beat man. the Cavs three out of four times when we won 60 games, and then no, it hey, doesn't ben. matter. Yeah, it just does. It doesn't matter because LeBron gets into the playoffs and he turns off his Twitter account, and then he doesn't lose. Guy's been to like six straight finals. And by yeah, Rudy no. Gay, I meant Jimmy Butler because they were looking at getting Jimmy. Yeah, Butler. yeah. What the fuck, J- Rudy Gay? Know. Is, you know, Jimmy Butler's. Yeah, Jimmy. I Butler, think Rudy, yeah, Rudy Gay Jimmy now. The, new Rudy the Gay. now Rudy Gay. I think Rudy Gay's retired. By the way, he's definitely not retired. But he's definitely not retired. Oh, well, he should be. So yeah, I I don't know. I think I mean this. If you're a Celtics fan like I am, this is you. We're we're eons ahead of where we should be. I mean, I read an article. It's like, oh, I like Al Horford, but uh, you know, the guy can't really dribble. And they showed a clip of him getting a rebound, dribbling, crossing some guy up, going the whole length of the floor, and then dunking it over two people. So you're in it. Yeah, Al Horford is a player, and he got bitched by Dwight. Yeah, so I mean I'm excited. I mean I'll be honest, I'm like I'm a Boston fan, New England guy. My my top two teams are the Sox and the Pats. But when it comes down to the playoffs, I'm as big as a Celtics fan as there is. So I mean I think there's nothing more inevitable in sports than a Hawks Celtics playoff matchup coming this year. You want to bet on that? I'll bet you my fucking life, which isn't worth I much. I bet my life that we meet Boston in the playoffs, no matter when it is. No, no, no. Somehow they'll rearrange everything, and we'll meet in the NBA in the in the championship. Yep, yep. So yeah, that is what it is. Um. Anyway, um, I wanted to get. I would. I wanted to get to this other. Uh, the other injury. I uh, right, note in the NBA. Hold on one sec. No, no. I was saying, Ben, take the NBA injuries. He's got this. Oh, I just wanted to talk about Joel Embiid being out for the season and how the 76ers just cannot get a big man. They just can't do it. Who are their last, like, four draft picks? BMAC, it's it's not only that they can't – I mean, they just can't stay healthy. Ben Simmons? They just can't. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Okafor – Noel was hurt when they got. I mean, it is incredible. I, I, I'm sorry. To, I'm like sorry. I'm laughing at the 76ers now, but they just can't get anything right. And Joel Embiid was having a great year, and just shut him down for yep, the year. He's, he's done. No, it was too good to be true for Sixers fans. Trust the process, right? Um, the process. The process. As far as I know, the process is going right. They just can't get anybody to stay. No, it, I think it is acceptable to laugh. You know, just because at their expense, because um, yeah, it, it's it's sad. It's like every first round pick that they get ends up, you know, having a season ending injury, and then you know a couple years later, they're traded to another team, and pretty much their career's over. So, if I were a college basketball player, I would not want to be drafted by the Sixers because that's a curse. Look at this. Since Sam Hinkie took over the Sixers almost four years ago, the team has made four top six picks, meaning not just first-round pick picks, top six picks. Nerwin's Noel, Joel Embiid, uh, Jaleel Okafor, and Ben Simmons. 
three of them missed their entire rookie season. Hey, hashtag trust the process. You've got to be. I mean, trust the process, but Jesus, guys, get one right. I mean, Joel, Joel Embiid. I mean, they, they re- I don't know. Sorry. I mean, when you drink nine beers in 45 minutes, you got to pee sometimes. But I don't know if you guys touch on this, but, I mean, Joel Embiid was a good pick. You guys are fucking stud. And they just shut him down, which I don't disagree with. I mean, I mean, why even risk it, you know? Yeah, they shut him down because he tore his ACL. Yeah, I mean, there's you got to shut him down. They just keep having to do it. Oh, no, I don't think so. Yes, he. No, he did. I mean, he did. Really? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, he just like had back problems coming out of college, so he was hurt then. And then Ben Simmons misses the entire year this year too. I mean, this is just incredible. They just keep having guys miss their rookie years and their the top. They six might. Picks. They. They might be the Browns of the uh, fucking NBA. Honestly, they sure are right now. I mean, yep. they're they're not even close. Long story short, it's good to be a a Boston fan. That is long story short, isn't it? Is that what we're, is that the long story short? Mm-hmm. Whatever. We're getting to the uh, we're getting to the tournament. Um, segueing into college basketball. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, to end it out because we got the one of the greatest times of the year. The uh, the tournament coming up. Got ter- conference tournaments. Um, coming up, which get overshadowed by the big tournament, but I love the conference tournaments. Um, Kimball Walker. Yeah. He breaks ankles, I heard. I don't know. I don't – this is the time of the year that I start getting into college basketball. I mean – Oh, yeah. Providence College, University of Rhode Island, Ole Miss. Take your, take your fucking pick of who's not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. You didn't see that coming, did you? I don't know. Um, I, I think this year might be the – I mean, we, we both picked Kansas last podcast to win it all. I think this year, um, you know, might be the most um, evenly matched field there's been in, in, you know, recent memory. Yeah, nobody's really separated themselves. Nobody, I feel like nobody really separated themselves last year. Gonzaga might have been able to do it if they didn't blow it. No. Um, I like to have an idea. I mean, they're undefeated, you know, that looks good going in, but I don't know how good they are. Now that they lost a game, it's just – I almost don't give him any chance. I like Gonzaga this year. Really? I, I like how far? Like how good? Uh, like final, four? final four. Final four for the Zags. Yep. I also you know they're going out in the Sweet Sixteen. They'll probably go out in the second round, honestly. Before we get to March Madness, though, since we have another week to, we to already, do this podcast. We, 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 we already got to March Madness. Well, so, let's, let's mean, go over the. You know, it's hard not to get to March. Let's go over the uh, conference championships this weekend and uh, give our picks for who's going to win each conference. Okay, uh, Brian, run SEC. through. SEC, take a guess. Ole Miss. Um, oh, duh. Uh, ACC. Um, that's kind of wide open. Uh, I just I hate Duke. Give me the heels. Give me uh give me Roy give me Roy Williams run. AC, um, ACC give me uh give me Syracuse. Big 10, there's only one way I'm going with this and that is uh Northwestern. Wow. I think they are I think they are I think they are destined after uh after that game after that buzzer beater to uh 
pretty much secure their shot going into the uh, going into the tournament. Um, give me Northwestern. I love it. I don't even know who's in the Big East anymore. Um, is it even a conference? Uh, Big Twelve. Give me Nova. Uh, the, yeah, sure, Villanova. I'll take that. Pac Twelve. I think Ben, you took UCLA to be in the uh, to win the finals this year. I I pick. Yeah, I picked UCLA to win the whole thing this year. Uh, they're number three in the country right now. They're rolling pretty well. Give me Arizona. I don't hate that pick. Um, in Big Twelve, I would. It's so hard to not pick Kansas. Um, give me West Virginia. West Virginia. Bobby Huggins is going to take that. Give me West Virginia too. Bobby Huggins is going to take that team to a conference championship this year in the tournament. Bobby Huggins is such an alky. I love it. Bobby Huggins. Has... Bobby Huggins has been drunk for five years because he just gets drunk and then just sweats out all the all the alcohol and then it just seeps back into his pores and he gets drunk. That guy has been sober since fucking. Do you have a heart attack on the floor? Yeah. His pacemaker almost killed him. Yeah. Good God, Huggy. Lay off the booze. Am I right? But yeah, those are my uh, those are my conference picks. Anyway, uh, before we babble anymore, we'll um. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up here at Hashboards. BVD, bring us out with the ones and twos. Switching the freaky so I'm loving the way that she walk. You looking good, girl, you ought to be a